So what's a remedy for not getting your intelligence stolen? Really simple. You have to direct where your intelligence goes. And where should you direct your intelligence to go? You should take it into the sacred texts. Inside Yoga, the place where we go inside. Welcome back to Inside Yoga. My heartfelt respects to you. I am so grateful to be with you wherever it is in this world you may be. I am in the remote corner of the world and we're doing this podcast together and I can't do it without you. Thank you for your loving feedback and your encouragement means the world to me. Really, it does means the world to me. So thank you. Last time we talked about something getting stolen. I don't know if you remember that, but something got stolen. Something got stolen from me. It was my wallet. Somebody came inside of our apartment and stole my wallet and and went and purchased something. Now, the (laughs) caveat to that story, if you didn't hear it last time, was, you know what they purchased? They purchased baby wipes. You know, if somebody had come to me and and said, I need money for baby wipes, I would have given money for baby wipes. But to have somebody steal that wallet from me and then use that, it feels invasive. Stealing is very invasive. Oh, it's so invasive. It's such, it pinches us in such an interesting way. If you ever watched baseball, baseball, where somebody comes in and the pitcher's pitching somebody's on first and they're looking to get to second and they're waiting for the right time and they're just a little bit away from the base and the pitcher winds up and boom, he goes and he runs all the way to the second base and the guy catches that at home and he throws it to the second baseman, hopefully catches him in time. And if he doesn't, it's just a weird feeling. And the thing is, when somebody steals something outside of you, if somebody steals a base, if somebody steals a wallet, you can make an adjustment. You make an adjustment that I'm going to be more mindful of that runner on second base so he doesn't get to third. I'm going to mean the pitcher are going to be in cahoots here. We're going to make sure he doesn't steal another base, especially if we know he's fast. Or like myself, we're going to make it a absolute must that we lock our door. Somebody can't come in and steal if they've locked the door and we've taken every precaution and I'm going to hide my wallet when it comes into the house. I'm going to put it in a specific place that nobody can get to. I don't want that to happen again. I can make an external adjustment when it's an external stealer. Now, what happens when it's an internal stealer? As we talked about last time, when your intelligence gets stolen. Because when your intelligence gets stolen, it gets stolen by your own desires. It gets stolen by your own material desires to make a very comfortable place out of the situation that you have. It gets stolen by your material desires to make sure that you are the person in the center of the universe. And when your intelligence gets stolen, then your deepest heart, which is a commodity that's so rare, it's so precious, it's so valuable, your deepest heart is going to go out to things that are not worthy of your deepest heart. You're going to give it out to people, to places, or in this case, to demigods. People that are in high positions, but not the highest position. We should give our deepest heart to that same supreme source, not a demigod. Although we should respect the demigods. That's where we got to last time. So there is a way 
to make an internal shift. And that's the whole thing. We don't just want to describe the problem. We want to give a solution. And that's why I love the Bhagavad Gita. It gives so many wonderful solutions. Srila Prabhupada's Bhagavad Gita is very clear with solutions. It doesn't just give a great description of how difficult this world is. It says it, but actually there is remedies. So what's a remedy for not getting your intelligence stolen? Really simple. You have to direct where your intelligence goes. And where should you direct your intelligence to go? You should take it into the sacred texts. By putting your mind, and this think about this in terms of if you were a weightlifter and you needed to build a little bit of muscle, you can build your intelligence by slowly immersing your mind, your intelligence, your absorption in sacred texts. You read the Mahabharata, you read the Ramayana, you read the Bhagavatam, you read the Bhagavad Gita. As you immerse yourself in that atmosphere, your intelligence is going to get strengthened because it's going to expand your awareness. It's going to expand your awareness beyond just the material atmosphere to that sanatin, as it's called, that eternal sky. And then it's going to start to make sure that our deepest desires, our deepest values are rooted in something that isn't going to change. Because when our values are rooted in something that's going to change, we're always going to be struggling. We're always going to be asking for a favor. We're always going to be trying to rearrange the situation. And so our intelligence will be stolen. But as we hear from sacred texts, as we read sacred texts, as we absorb ourselves in sacred sounds, then what happens? Well, then our intelligence just doesn't get stolen anymore. Because why? We're internally on guard. If I get too lusty, too prideful, too uh, greedy, I should know that my intelligence has gotten stolen. And then I should humble myself and go back to a place of let me immerse my mind in these sacred texts. So that was a solution that we read about today. And it's so true. It's a simple part of the practice. We're going to hear about it in a few days, I'm sure, as we go into the nine processes of bhakti. But this is the first one. If your intelligence feels like it's getting stolen, immerse it in the sacred text. Take a bath in the sacred text. Listen, hear, chant. Do something where you're involved in a deeper atmosphere. And then in that way, you can place your deepest heart in something that is worthy, worthy of your attention. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a beautiful day, no matter what comes your way. Namaste.